0: I'll begin with the story of the little prince, It turns out that in the planet of the little prince, there could grow many things. One could have rose bushes, but also uh, one could have baobab trees. The baobab trees are very dangerous for a planet. If you let them grow too much, they can consume a whole planet and destroy it. The problem is that when they are small, they look very similar to rose bushes. So one has to be on the lookout for them, right? What the little prince did is that he would go and see what was growing on his planet. And if he saw that a baobab was growing, when he identified it, he would remove it before. It was too late and he couldn't do anything about it. My thesis project was about a very similar problem. It's just that not exactly on planets. and in the garden of software engineering. It's about a baobab in disguise that's growing slowly in every large project. I'm speaking about software testing. So software testing and in general testing is very uh, important in every engineering endeavor that we do nowadays. It provides confidence for developers and for stakeholders that everything is on track, that we are not doing anything wrong, that we're not breaking anything. So to fix a bit ideas, let's uh go through a very simplified example so say that we are developers of a news website and so far we have the ability for writers to type up uh, new articles draft them publish them and for readers to consume them well we also have the ability to share our uh, news through twitter whenever one clicks a button there uh, Twitter would pop out and they would say like, hey, do you want to tweet this? And they will see a link, and the link would take you to the website, simple enough, right? And customers are consuming it, everyone is happy with it, and it turns out that the CEO is more of a Facebook guy, and in a meeting he says like, hey, why don't we have a Facebook button, and okay. So the developer team rushes and implements it, and there it is, our new Facebook button. But uh, we did it a bit sloppily, and turns out that we broke something along the way. And now if one uses the share to Twitter button, it will be greeted with a link that breaks the page, that you will see that something is not found. So how could software testing uh, be useful in this scenario? So picture software testing as an automated uh, bot, right? That goes around and you program it and tell it like, okay, go and visit my website and click on that share to Twitter button see the tweet that comes up and follow that link. And if everything seems to be on track, then then don't do anything. But if there's anything that g- go wrong along the way, let me know, send me an email or something, right? And that's the basic idea of software testing. And you can have a bunch of different tests for many different areas of your product. So what is the problem, uh, right? Why am I saying that tests could be uh, an issue, right? The thing is that if we have too many tests, right, Uh, a lot of things could go wrong. Like There is an overhead of uh, the complexity. It's code at at the end of the day, so you have to maintain that. And also, uh, if you have too many, it can take too long. In the project that I work on and where I took the data for this project, uh, it would take a single computer for a single component of it up to three days to run run the full test suite. So what it... uh, usually happens is that you do, not, you do not have a single computer. You have hundreds of computers running uh, 24-7, and that is a mandatory thing that every developer needs to do in order to put their change. So it's a significant cost of operation uh, added to the process of, the, of development. Right? So what did I do? So the techniques that I used are called test prioritization techniques and are based on the idea that okay we have a lot of tests but we do not need to run every single one of them when someone something changes right there are some tests that are more important to run depending on your change in the previous example we also have a test that was testing for example if all the images were looking fine intuitively when i add a new button it doesn't make much sense to test that as the other one right so that is the idea, and how to do this. So, I used machine learning, uh, supervised machine learning algorithms, which means that you basically come up with a bunch of test cases, of, and sh- show to the computer, hey, this is a developer making a change, and this is how you should have prioritized the tests in this scenario. And then you show another example, and then you show another example until the machine sort of picks it up, right? And yeah, when the machine has a good idea of what you're trying to prioritize, then it can propose by itself new prioritizations, and I can evaluate how well are those, right? In order to do that, we have to first build the examples, and this is done through extracting the information that each uh, test have. And each change have so you need. Well, I used properties related to the language I am writing the tests on. How many procedures did I write? How many things did the the, the developer change? Is the complexity increasing? And also, maybe a test is very likely to fail. So also, I also used test history information of how often does that test fail, and properties related to coverage traces. Um, Yeah. Uh, afterwards, uh, you propose a prioritization uh, for the machine to pick it up. I used two different ways of doing that of proposing this prioritization, and this created data sets right, that were able to be uh, fed into these ranking algorithms and Finally, I could evaluate how good is such a prioritization so I tried a bunch of combinations, different data obtained, and, and I see which one was the best. So how would I measure that the prioritization is good? First, let's see if I am including all the failures, if uh, uh, I actually detected it uh, quickly enough, right? And the results, it turns out that at least in the set where I worked, from uh, the full uh, test suite, one could only one could use forty percent of the tests and be more than enough to in terms of confidence that we are not breaking anything right so if there's anything I would like you to take away from this talk is that all the software that you interact with all the products that you interact with undergo a lot of stuff that we engineers do uh, to Yeah, to try to ensure as much as possible that it's not gonna break. And it's sort of like an invisible cost, but it is a real cost that it has a real impact and and even an environmental impact, right? So if you happen to work in engineering, how does your testing look? Maybe you could do something about it. Maybe not these techniques, but yeah, let's, let's do something about it, no? So that's it, thank you.